Hey Musa, hope that made your day. Chicago with Baby, what a big surprise. Taking us back and of course uh, that's one of our many big fat juicies that are coming in. Hey, if you do feel like there's a song that <laughs> someone going, Hi Mish, what a brilliant big fat juicy choice from Musa. We think so too. So if there's a song you'd like to hear on this Sunday, as you said, this cloudy Sunday morning here in Johannesburg, you're welcome to SMS us 41391 or WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. And uh, we'd love to uh, see if we can make your Sunday morning and see what we uh, did uh, for here. Someone saying, Freddie, did you hear the message and the song of the song you chose? You must, you, you, you must, uh, you must, I, I, I don't. I don't understand. No, sorry, I got that one wrong. Just Freddie, did you hear the message? And as we said, well, we think Freddie is actually uh, choosing to go home as well. And we wondered if he was going to take a little bit of a break. Nevertheless, 11 minutes past eight and we are moving into a story that actually took place yesterday, but we thought we should give it a small retrospective. It's a critical date in South Africa. Yesterday, as you know, obviously, was the 9th of December, because today is the 10th of December, and tomorrow will be the 11th of December, and nothing changes in that particular space for sure. But yesterday was the anniversary of the Masiru massacre, and that uh, took place 41 years ago. It's hard to imagine that it actually took place 41 years ago. The SADF killed 42 people, including 30 South Africans wrongly accused of being terrorists. So the Freedom Park, which is just in Pretoria, massive site. I think more people need to really engage with it more often. Whenever I've gone there, it's been so very quiet. But yesterday they did host a two-part panel discussion under the themes, the untold chronicles of the Masiru massacres and the power of remembrance for posterity. We've got Jane Mufamadi on the line, CEO of Freedom Park and the Heritage Site and Museum as well. Jane, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure. Jane, what were some of the discussions that took place yesterday at Freedom Park? Um, I think the first part, uh, as you indicated, we had a two-panel session. The first part was really the survivors and the family members um, remembering and telling us and sharing in their own voices what happened on that fateful day. They took us through the journey. Um, I wish you were there just to listen. It's almost like somebody had recorded them the way they were narrating, but these were the stories coming from their memories um, in terms of what happened. But the second part, it was really about the significance of remembering where we come from as a nation so that we do not repeat these mistakes of the past, but so that we use these events like the Maseru Massacre to sustain and cherish our democracy in order to move forward as a united nation. So this was the crux of the deliberations and, and the commemoration. But, of course, the main focus was really to provide a platform for the families, for the survivors, to also share what it has been 41 years later, the struggles and the challenges they've gone through, and, of course, um, 
what we need to do as a nation going forward, hoping that that was a step towards the journey towards healing because from the deliberation, it was very clear that there's still deep-seated pain amongst many South African families who've been brutalized in the past and still feel that they're still going through the challenges that those who died and sacrificed their lives for, um, not, um, it's not what they would have anticipated 30 years into our democracy. So, Jane, um, what is perhaps uh, important as well is this idea, as you say, is how we look at history and heritage in order to look forward into the future. It's, it's a critical thing to be done, but what's also maybe critical is how it's done. I know that there was the opening of an art exhibition as well. Tell us about that. Yes, the exhibition is really a reflection and impression, especially by the fine arts students from the Walter Sisulu University, because the commemoration was in partnership with Walter Sisulu, um, Lirna to Memorial Trust, and the National Heritage Council. So it was really a reflection. But I think um, what is also telling, it's really the, the Lirna to Family Trust, because which also dictated the theme of the, the exhibition. Lero Narivato means we are also human, we are also people, because it's really the call by the family. Do not forget where we come from, but do not forget about us as families as well, in terms of what we have had to sacrifice, what we have had to endure in order for the rest of us to be free as a nation. Jane, it's absolutely critical, and there's an enormous amount that one can gain from going to Freedom Park. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, one of my perhaps not critiques but concerns is that, A, not enough people get enough information about it. So, for example, I was totally unaware that these lectures were taking place yesterday. Yes, absolutely. And I'm just wondering how one can improve on that to just ensure that more people engage and participate? Um, I think that is a, a critical uh, aspect and the reflection that you're making. It's something that we're aware of as Freedom Park. And we, we have come to realize that, and this is through a survey that we, we, we have done as Freedom Park and also our Department of Sports, Arts and Culture have done the same, where we have found that... Um, South Africans generally do not visit um, heritage sites like museums. However, there is also an area of improvement from ourselves as heritage sites in terms of marketing, especially where the sites are about content, about historic Mm. heritage, as opposed to physical sites where people will go and see maybe a, a, a particular aspect, like our sister entity, maybe the Robben Island Museum. But Sites like Freedom Park on a general, normal day, most South Africans do not see the need. It it challenges us as the sites to do more marketing, more awareness, but also we need to do a a lot more campaigns educating South Africans about the value and significance of these sites because within these sites, you discover yourself in terms of who you are, where you come from, your history, 
your heritage, your culture, and even aspects of our diverse spiritualities and indigenous knowledge systems. And we believe this is the foundation that as a nation we need to chart a way forward. If you do not know your roots, it's difficult to, to, to plan your future from a firm foundation in the ground. And as we say, we, we have these commemorations and these sites to remind South Africans that our freedom was not free, that blood was shed. But the purpose is not so that we get stuck in the past, the past of anger, the past or the need for revenge. We want to encourage South Africans to celebrate the triumph of the human spirit, to say, despite the atrocity and the journey that we've come from, we triumphed, but we need to cherish and sustain this democracy. We need to rally forward as a united nation. And this is the purpose why these sites have been established. And there are many lessons. And what these people fought for, those aspects, issues of gender-based violence and equality, racism, they're still rife today, 30 years later, as they were then. So the fight and the struggle goes on. And we hope sites like Freedom Park inspire South Africans to do better individually and collectively. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Jane Mufamari is the CEO of Freedom Park and Heritage Site and Museum. You know, it's interesting. I'm thinking about um, the Constitution Hill sites and how they've shifted and changed. And in many ways, the way they've shifted and changed, I suppose the fact that they have the flame studios there, so musicians are constantly moving on and off the site with regards to recordings. They've got the Transverka building, which has uh, a variety of different businesses in that particular site, and that means that young people from the creative hubs are constantly moving backwards and forwards as well. And maybe that's the way to do it, is to start getting uh, really, really important um, uh, shifts and changes to heritage sites, making them living sites where people are constantly engaging all the time. It's 8.21.